Hello, hello, and welcome to Konnichi Value, the podcast where I, Ray Saito, talk about value investing with a focus on Japan. And today, I'm going to talk about why you should invest in real estate in Japan. In fact, this is going to be a two part series where the first part I will talk about the three best arguments for buying real estate in Japan. And the second part, I'm going to talk about three arguments against buying real estate in Japan. So let's begin. So, starting with the bad news, and probably why you haven't heard that much about Japanese real estate. Actually, housing prices in Tokyo have risen by around 5% since 1992. And in almost all other areas in Japan, housing prices have actually fallen since 1992. So I really recommend you to check out the article below this podcast in my Substack, because there you can really see all the graphs I'm talking about, which is kind of hard to visualize just by me talking about them. But either way, I'm looking at a graph now where basically Tokyo has recovered 2018 from the financial asset bubble class collapse in 1992 in Japan. And all other big prefectures in Japan haven't even recovered to that extent. And we're talking 30 years of basically stagnant growth in the housing market. This can be compared to, for example, the UK and London. From 1992 to today, we have had a 593% increase of average property prices. And in the US New York, New York City to be exact, we've had a 640% increase in average housing prices. That's a staggering amount compared to the best scenario in Japan, which is 5%. But what I'm about to tell you in this article is that this might be about to change very, very soon. You see, foreigners are going crazy for Japanese real estate. In 2021, the amount of investments by overseas investors reached 1.3 billion Japanese yen. That's more than 30% more than last year. And it's the first time in Japanese history where the amount of investment in real estate from foreigners has exceeded 1 trillion Japanese yen. So have all foreigners gone crazy or do they see something that's about to happen in the Japanese real estate market? I think the latter. And therefore, I have three arguments for why buying real estate in Japan right now might be a really good bet. Argument number one. Real estate in Japan is dirt cheap. First of all, let's put it out there. The Japanese yen has dropped around 30% to the US dollar in less than half a year. So basically, if you're a foreigner with a decent currency, you have a discount on all Japanese properties of around 20 to 30% in just half a year. That's insane. But secondly, real estate in Japan has been compared to cheap for a really long time. I'm looking at a graph now, which shows the average house prices per square meter of the 15 most expensive prefectures in Japan. And so obviously, at first place, we have Tokyo with 
around 800,000 yen per square meter, which is around 6,200 euro per square meter. Kyoto, second place, much, much lower house prices, around 480,000 yen per square meter or 3,700 euros per square meter. And then the list goes on in a similar range after Kyoto, Okinawa, Kanagawa, Osaka, Saitama, Shiga, and etc. etc. Until number 15, where we have Fukuoka, a recent contender, a big city that's growing very fast, where you can get a house for 2,300 euro per square meter. Compare these prices to perhaps the most attractive real estate market in the world, the continent of Europe, and you'll get a whole nother picture. So if we take the average cost uh, per square meter of apartments around Europe uh, and rank them by the most expensive city first and put them in euros, we get this list. So London, first place, around 15,430 euros per square meter. Secondly, Geneva in Switzerland, 13,760 euros per square meter. And then Zurich in third place of around 13,000 uh, euros per square meter. Luxembourg, around 11,000. Paris, 10,000. Munich, around 9,000. Amsterdam, around 8,000. Stockholm around 7,550. And it's actually only when we get to place 14, Hamburg, with 6,150 euros per square meter, we can even compare the prices with Japan, where Tokyo, if you remember, had 6,200 euros per square meter. So basically, you can get an apartment in Tokyo for the same price as the city of Hamburg in Germany. That's how cheap Japan is. And if you buy a property anywhere else than Tokyo in Japan, the price you pay is not even in the top 16 in Europe. It's actually way lower. Dublin is the cheapest of the 16 places in Europe with uh, 5,500 euros per square meter. And that price is twice the price of buying a property in Hyogo, Nagano, Chiba, Fukuoka, Oyama, uh, Hiroshima, etc. Argument number two for buying real estate in Japan. Investment yields in Japan are surprisingly strong. So last week I made a crash course in something called real estate yields that you should really check out uh, that you can find on my Substack. But in summary, real estate yields is a measurement that is super important to understand before you invest in real estate. And it's basically a measurement of the future income on an investment based on how much you paid for that investment or real estate in this case. And there are two types of yield in the real estate world. It's gross yield and net yield. And gross yield, it's, it's a simple measurement. It's just the annual rent income uh, average in the prefectural region divided by the property purchase price. However, the net yield, which I am focusing on fully in this article, basically gives you the actual amount you will earn for a property because compared to the gross yield, net yield 
is annual rent income divided by the property purchase price plus the costs included at the time of purchase plus annual costs such as repairs, operations, etc. And the cost at time of purchase, that's things like stamp duty, taxes, real estate agent costs, etc. The list goes on, but those are very real costs and costs you have to include to know the real money you'll get in yield every year. So, how do Japanese real estate yields hold up against other countries? Well, pretty good. In fact, historical investment yields in Japan's major cities are much stronger than many other so-called real estate havens. So I'm looking at a table now of some example regions in Japan. And if you take a look at Tokyo in the center area, Meguro, Setagaya, for single housing, you get around 4% back in investment net yield. And for family housing, you get around 4.2%. If you go to a little bit outside of Tokyo, Sendai, for example, uh, north of Tokyo, you get around 5.3% for single housing and up to 5.5% for family housing. Fukuoka, uh, a very, very cheap place for real estate, uh, you get around 5% for real estate yields uh, in single family housing and family housing. So really good investment yields there. So what it means is, for example, if you buy an apartment in Fukuoka for 10 million yen, or around $78,000, and then sell it after 10 years for the same amount. Basically, nothing happened in Fukuoka during that time, and you just get the same amount back as you paid. If you have invested the yield in other properties around the area, you will get approximately 6.3 million yen in pure profits, plus the money of the apartment. So that's basically what the investment yields tell you. So how do Japanese yields compare with other countries? Well, for reference, I've taken the hottest real estate market in Europe, uh, the United Kingdom, and I've made a uh, attempt at making net yield calculations. So in the calculations, I have included uh, UK stamp duty fees, UK real estate taxes, and also repair costs, which are surprisingly high in the UK because of high labor costs, but also because UK houses are old, <laughs> usually. And so their uh, repair costs are much higher than in Japan, for example. And the list I'm looking at now, I can see that uh, in London, the net yields are around 2.9%. This can vary substantially based on the area, but average is still quite low because the prices are just so expensive in London to buy the real estate in the first place. And then if you look outside, so in the West Midlands, we have around 3.6%, East Midlands around 3.8%. And if we look further north, uh, so in Scotland, for example, we have around 4.1%, so a little bit better, but still not that good. And Wales on the west side of the UK, around 4%, so definitely lower than Japan at average on such a hot market like the UK. And if you take areas in Asia, and there's basically only two areas foreigners can easily invest, which are Hong Kong and Singapore, their net yields are 
for Hong Kong, 2.3%, and for Singapore, 3.3%. So very, very low, especially compared to how attractive they are. So in summary, the Japanese real estate market is extremely attractive, especially in Asia. But even compared to Europe and the US, which traditionally have had the most attractive real estate yields, Japan is definitely a contender. I know that if you search on this online, uh, you will find very high real estate yields, but those are always inflated by uh, property companies. And secondly, they usually show just a gross yield, so they don't include any taxes or anything. Uh, with that said, I just want to say a disclaimer that don't only think of real estate yields when investing in property, because uh, if you buy a very cheap property, the yield will be really high. But cheap properties are usually in areas where you might not even be able to rent out the property or not be able to resell it when you don't want it anymore. And so those things are very real things that can destroy your net yield. But now I want to get to argument number three of why you should buy property in Japan. Foreigners can buy properties in Japan. Japan not only allows foreigners to buy property, but as a foreigner, you're also allowed to own land. In fact, you'll have the same rights as Japanese citizen when it comes to owning any type of real estate, whether it's a house in Tokyo or an apartment in Okinawa. This is super rare in Asia because most countries in the region only let foreigners buy condo units. And in fact, most Asian countries won't let you own real estate at all. For example, China and Vietnam don't allow anything more than a long-term lease on any kind of property. Even Thailand, which is a super hot market for foreigners to buy real estate, you're only allowed to have real estate if the contract is held by a Thai citizen. So you can imagine how much scam and fraud there is in Thailand when the contract holder, for some reason or another, cheats you out of the real estate that you bought. Hence, Japan is one of the safest and easiest countries in Asia to buy real estate as a foreigner, at least from a legal point of view. There's practically zero distinctions between foreigners and Japanese citizens when it comes to owning any type of property. And as long as you have a real estate agent, they can basically take care of all the Japanese paperwork for you. And you don't even have to be in Japan in person, even though, of course, as with any big investment, I recommend that you are. I just want to say, as another disclaimer here, owning property or land in Japan does not give you any visa benefits as a foreigner. So if you want to live in the property you buy here, you still need a work or a spousal visa.